Welcome to Season 4, Episode 7 of the Family Travel Australia podcast. We are Katie, Paul and Jasper from the Feel Good family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome back. Hello again. Fantastic. We have got the Broken Hill Special this week. A jam-packed episode. Yes, indeed. And in fact, we are going to jump straight in because we have got a lot to cover. And that is because your famous, now famous quote, Katie, expect the unexpected in Broken Hill. Too right. Who would have known that there is so much to do in Broken Hill? Over 65 visitor experiences that you can pick and choose from to create an itinerary that suits your particular tastes and interests as a traveller. That is so perfectly said. And we've tried to incorporate a blend of all of those, you know, including things that are specific to families uh, or just perfect for people who really want to understand the history and get yourself a little bit educated about a location. This is the episode for you. Absolutely. All right, let's get to it. Okay, so what we decided to do was head to the Visitor Information Centre, also known as the VIC, (laughs) and meet the interesting characters down there and grab what is called a touring map. Now, this particular map is fantastic. It really just outlines the whole centre of Broken Hill, all of the periodic table-named streets that is interesting and how they dissect and intersect and then mark up where we wanted to go with so many visitor experiences, as you said, Katie, to choose from. We knew that this was going to be the best way to really get the most out of our experience of Broken Hill. Yeah, definitely. And look, if you're going to do this, then you need a good location, somewhere where you can sit, have a cold drink, and just relax while you figure out what it is that you are going to do whilst in Broken Hill. And our tip, our recommendation would definitely be checking out the brand new, refurbished, renovated, reopened Broken Hill pub. What an incredible building that you just do not expect to be out here in the middle of the outback. I know. I believe that it was originally built back in 1887. And so you can imagine over that, you know, hundred and almost 50 years that it has slowly declined and they have done an incredible job. This venue now would rival anything you would see in a major city. Uh, And then to go with that, the food was fantastic mm-hmm. and it was a super hot day when we arrived mm-hmm. and the beer was super cold. And so to sit there with our map from the Visitor Information Centre, our cold beer, it was the perfect place to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, when in Broken Hill, right, you want to <laughs> be at the Broken Hill pub. <laughs> so we did. We went and had a meal and a cold beverage and we marked up our map and really conveniently, Just next door to the Broken Hill Pub is the Broken Hill Regional Art Gallery, which, again, is another incredible historical building. It sure is. Uh, It is actually a free experience as well, which is fantastic because of the scale of the artworks and the travelling exhibitions that they have 
on show in this building. Mm-hmm. I believe the building is uh, about 130 years old, originally called Sully's Hardware Store, and now continues on as the oldest running art gallery in New South Wales. Yeah, that's right. And the building was just beautiful over three levels with so many incredible artwork exhibits. The highlight for us was going to see the artworks by the famed Brushman of the Bush that we had read up on, which was a group of five men from all different backgrounds who came together to paint and basically toured the world. Oh, they did. They were doing exhibitions in London and America and here in Australia. And the name really came about, I believe, from a story that was done on them in the Woman's Weekly, uh, which obviously was the magazine to read in the day. (laughs) And they contacted the Women's Weekly after that article was published and said, hey, do you mind if we register that name? It's just so good. And they said, yeah, go for your life. And so they did, and they had been really finding their fame through doing a lot of charity exhibitions to help raise money for charity. So I think that is a, another part of this unique story of these gentlemen that created, through their artistic talents, an opportunity to serve others. Wonderful. Yeah, what I love about this story is that they weren't a group of five artists as such who came together. They were a group of five men from all varying backgrounds, from mining. You know, one was a rouge shooter. You know, they, these men were bush men and one of them included, you know, Australia's father of outback art, Pro Heart. And they all went on to enjoy this incredible success together. Such a cool story. It really is. And, and I think that most people would really in Australia recognise Pro Heart and know the Pro Heart story as the, you know, the Aussie battler, the guy that was a miner in Broken Hill and the South Mine closed down and then he started painting and really created the tourist drive, that initial drive of tourism in Broken Hill that is now so successful and a part of their their community today. And you can feel Pro Heart everywhere in Broken Hill. His legacy lives on. His artworks are not only hanging on the walls of his incredible gallery that we're going to talk about next, but they're also in the Regional Art Gallery and you can see them elsewhere throughout town and you can really get a feel for what this man created, not only for himself as a globally recognised artist, but what he did for the city of Broken Hill. Yeah, exactly. And so that was a great segue to the Brohart Gallery. As you enter, you walk through these big gates and then you see, I think, almost five of his Rolls Royces. Uh, There's a Bentley as well. One of them completely painted up in that very well-known Pro Heart style, uh, which Jasper loved. He was able to point out all the little dragonflies on the front of the Rolls Royce. Uh, We rang the bell and then entered through the main gallery building in this multi-level wall-to-wall art exhibition that included hundreds of pieces of prose work uh, and then 
lots of the pieces that he collected over time of other famous artists that he really loved. Mm, And wasn't it just a beautiful insight into the life of this man? It was so much more than just an art gallery. It was so much more than going in and, you know, reflecting on pieces hanging on the wall. You really got an insight into the life and work of this man and his family life also. Yeah, that's right. And there is a little theatreette that I think would seat almost 20 people. Feels like you're at gold class, actually. You sit there and and you can watch the life and times of Prohart, hear more of the story, see the original uh, gallery or the back of the shed, as they called it, where he was creating his masterpieces. Uh, And then there's lots of other things that you can actually purchase, prints and uh, all of his famous works turned into thousand-piece puzzles and uh, you name it. And it it really is a wonderful experience. And it's so bright and colourful and uh, depictive of life in Broken Hill and mining that for Jasper, even though he's four, that was still a, a visual experience that he very much enjoyed. So I think you can take kids there and still have, uh, yeah, a, a, an enjoyable experience for the whole family. Absolutely. That's a great point, Paul. We made a point of standing in front of some of these epic landscape artworks that Pro has painted. And I'd say to Jasper, oh, can you find the man riding the horse? Can you find the man sitting beside the billabong? Can you find the ants? And then it became fun and it became interactive and it became immersive. And that's a really good point. If you are going to do experiences with children and they may be experiences that are more on a level for the adults to enjoy, then make them fun. Find a way to include the kids so that it's not you know, a drag on them and they're not going to be bugging you the whole time. Jasper really loved the Pro Heart Gallery. He loved going up the three levels and walking around and looking at all the different artworks. And we we did. We made it a treasure hunt. We looked for something in every painting. Yeah, it's really, it is a great idea to, to keep everyone included. Okay, so the highlight for this experience was that we were introduced to John Hart the oldest son of Pro and his wife, Ray Lee, uh, who is uh, still alive. And John now is the managing director of the Pro Heart Gallery. Uh, he is a successful artist in his own right. He actually uh, went and studied and has a degree in fine arts and very, very different to his father. And we were given the opportunity to sit with him and, in fact, interview him, uh, very generous with his time. And, in fact, after the fact, other people in the community said, gee, you're you're really lucky to have got a moment like that to actually capture that story. And he was very open, uh, discussed the time of being a child and around the feet in the studio of his dad uh, with his siblings and the different things that impacted their family as time went on and and fame really happened to pro opposed to pro seeking out fame which was was a remarkable part of the story how that unfolded and so that was also included in our youtube episode last week and gee the comments that we've received from people about this interview i think because it is so open and it felt very 
emotive as well, so moving at times. So I think that is something to absolutely make sure you sit down and watch the end of last week's episode to really hear what he had to say and and share his family story. Yeah, it was such a privilege to get that intimate insight into the life of the Hart family uh, in Broken Hill. Okay, so the next port of call for us was the famous Palace Hotel and this was quite a visual treat for Jasper as well. Well, I think it was a visual treat for us all, to be honest. And I'm looking across the table at Paul now, and both of us have a big smile on our face. And it seems that the Palace Hotel is a place that that promotes that feeling. And in fact, it was actually the desire of a previous owner, Mario, in creating the Palace Hotel to what it is today. He wanted to create an oasis within the outback. And so as you walk in to the Palace Hotel, you are met with basically wall-to-ceiling artworks. Everywhere your eye can see, there is a beautifully painted, colourful artwork depicting any kind of story and scene. And the common theme in the artworks is that they all feature some sort of water element. And that was because Mario was wanting the palace to become such an oasis for its guests. The palace was also made famous by one of my favourite movies, which is The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, a great Australian movie that filmed out in Broken Hill, and there is the famed Priscilla Suite, which how lucky were we to actually have a tour with Esther and get a sneak peek inside the Priscilla Suite. Yeah, we were very fortunate because they did have other guests coming in uh, later in the afternoon, and so there was this kind of turnover of of guests, and she said, let's go in there now and I'll I'll get a selfie for you guys, which was really great. It was a little bit like an assault on the eyes and the senses as you walked into the Priscilla room because, again, there are artworks everywhere. There are colours that clash and furniture that's mixed and matched, but it just adds to the sense of this suite and it is a very popular place to stay if you are headed to Broken Hill and you're a fan of The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, the movie, be sure to book the Priscilla Suite. Look, it has a cult following around the world. It was really great. We're having a selfie and Esther, uh, the current owner, said to Jasper, would you like to stay in this room? And he looks at her and he goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> so honest. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think I was with him. Uh, But Katie, yeah, you can have a night off from us and go and stay in the Priscilla suite. Well, I'm sure I'd sleep well in that big bed on my own. (laughs) It's definitely unique. One of those sort of once in a lifetime, you know, experiences. And I think for a couple of nights, it'd be quite fun to to enjoy a stay at the Palace Hotel. I think so too. And all the other activities that they have regularly on there, including drag queen karaoke, they have two up every Friday night. Uh, They also have movie screening during the day and it was originally a coffee palace Uh, and it was because there were 75 pubs originally in Broken Hill back in the 18, late 1800s, early 1900s and this was the first place that 
they had decided to create that wouldn't be licensed. Well, it failed miserably as a coffee house in Broken Hill with all those miners. So they weren't really into their coffee. Uh, so it then reopened as a hotel, bar and, and accommodation. And it's uh, also a point back to the, the paintings is that it actually covers 500 square metres I mean, everywhere you'd look where mm. there was a blank canvas or a blank wall, the paintbrush has taken over. It's impressive. Another surprise for us was the food and beverage culture in Broken Hill. And there are, again, some really unique and quirky places, including the famous Bell's Milk Bar. Yes, the longest continuous running milk bar in Australia and famous for their milkshakes, malted milks. They have over 50 original flavours that they create and deliver on site. They're also famous for their spiders. You walk in, it's like walking into a time portal back to the 1950s. The music's playing on the jukebox, the checkered floor, the staff are dressed in their gear. It has been beautifully uh maintained uh, those original paintings on the wall you walk through the furnishing it's like there's a museum out the back that yeah is so retro and it, it is like a movie set it's the best way to to really describe how it felt yeah it is and this i think is an experience that jasper particularly loved because it is so different time basically stopped in the 50s at bells and you can walk in and experience it and so to sit down and and have a milkshake served to you in one of those big stainless milkshake cups you know and and the big straws and to hear that music on the jukebox and then to walk through their museum out the back and and see you know those big TVs that don't look anything like the TVs that we watch these days and recline in the big rocking chairs and see all the old school furniture. Jasper was just amazed at how cool this stuff is and I think also quietly uh, very appreciative of, you know, what he has in terms of technology to enjoy today. But a really cool experience. And again, the story of Bells and the history is just so interesting and worth a read and it's all outlined on the Bell's website too and talks about the original owner and then the history throughout that family and and how they served the people of Broken Hill across the decades. Just a really interesting story. Yeah, it was great. We actually all shared that milkshake. It was so big. (laughs) Okay, from there we headed over to another favourite moment for Jasper, and that was the Sulfide Street Railway Heritage Museum. In fact, it's four museums in one. It's, uh, again, another wonderful experience that you don't want to cut yourself too short on time. Maybe allow yourself two to three hours, uh, and that way you're really going to get to experience the best of this location. Yeah, definitely. And again, something that caters for every family member as well. And look, I have to say Jasper was super patient. Um, I'm sure you know if you're listening by now that Jasper is a huge train enthusiast. So this was the highlight experience for him. And we had a wonderful guided tour with Christine, who is the curator here. And she took us through uh, all of the exhibits, leaving the trains till the very end. And Jasper was so patient and very interested in 
what was being shown to us and very excited and, and, you know, waiting patiently for that moment to go and explore the trains. Okay, some highlights for me here is that it is set in the original railway station. This is the building, this is the platform that the Silverton Tramway Company trains came through on their way down to Port Pirie in South Australia. It is beautiful. It has been so beautifully looked after and restored over the years. So that was a definite highlight for me. The Migrant Museum is full of incredible history about the people who really made Broken Hill what it is today and and gave it that multicultural community. I was fascinated reading some of the stories of resilience and hardship that these people went through all that time ago and, again, certainly just gives you an appreciation for what you have today. And the other cool thing that I really love that they had on site, that they had sourced, again, locally from Broken Hill, was many attractions from an original amusement park, including a beautiful old carousel that, I don't know, when you look at it, I was like, oh gosh, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable riding that back in the day. Carousels have come a long (laughs) way over history. Um, And the clowns that you put the ping pong balls in, and that was really cool. And I think Jasper really loved that particular area as well. Look, the highlight for him would have to have been the comet and that they've moved it over into the compound on the railway sleepers and that you can actually walk through the entire carriages, see first class, see the dining cart, see the engine room where the Mm -hmm. locos are. It was fantastic. A really great experience for all of us. And again, full of history and really explains the Silver City Tramway Company's purpose and I mean, a really quick, incredible fact, they were once the richest railway in the world. That's right. They were delivering 100 trains a day from Broken Hill to Port Perry. Incredible. Incredible. Okay, from there, we headed to the big picture. And look, the the size of this painting is remarkable. They used over five tonne of paint to create a 100-metre-long painting that is 12 metres high at its highest point, was painted by one artist, solo artist with acrylic paint, the largest of its kind in the world, and beautifully lit up and just, again, something very unusual that you will find and worth a visit to. Yeah, definitely, and it portrays the landscape around Broken Hill and the surrounding towns. So it takes in that incredible red earth desert, the colours of the sky. It takes in the living desert that we'll talk about next week in the podcast, the sculptures out there. It takes in Silverton. So you get this aerial view, you know, 180 degrees of what it actually looks like out there in the outback. So a real incredible feat, I think. I actually think the big picture is quite an understatement. It should be called like the gigantic picture. (laughs) The other things that they have here is silver that they craft and turn into jewellery on site. It's the Silver City Mint. Uh, There's also a chocolate factory. 
there's loads of other artworks on display and for sale and all the souvenirs that you'd expect to find as well. So it's a, a quite a good stopover and one to include. Okay, from there we went to the line of load. Now, entering Broken Hill, it is really the first landmark that you'll see and meets everything that you would expect and and possibly have known about Broken Hill regarding mining, the history, the the fact that it really was the the backbone of Australia's economic success uh, to have found that ore body there and it generate and continue to generate so much wealth for Australia. It's perched up on the top of this line of load on this rubble of rock that's been left over from mining over the decades is a memorial to over 800 miners that have lost their life through mining in Broken Hill. And it is quite a moving memorial, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And even the details from the the architecture uh, of the memorial and the adjoining cafe up there sitting atop the line of load overlooking the city uh, to walking through the memorial and, and seeing those names so beautifully displayed. It definitely is moving. It um, it really makes you reflect. And I think having it perched up there above the city is that constant reminder that, you know, this industry, yes, it is incredible for economic benefit, but there are also, you know, a lot of dangers that come with it and a lot of lives that are lost through mining. So a lot of families impacted, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The last port of call for us and certainly between us, our number one experience in Broken Hill, the place not to miss is the Royal Flying Doctor Service. Oh, this was incredible and so high up on the list. The fact that you can go and do a tour through the Royal Flying Doctor Service Museum and hangar that is situated at the Broken Hill Airport is so awesome. And it gives you an overview of the history of this incredible free service, how it started with Reverend John Flynn and what it has grown into today. And I think it's something that as Australians we're all aware of. We, we've all heard about the Royal Flying Doctors, but I was surprised at how much detail I didn't know being somebody who grew up on the east coast of Australia who has never lived out back in a remote area and never had to, um, you know, be aware of the services of the Royal Flying Doctors what a wonderful Australian service provided, as you said, free for all Australians. Amazing. Yeah, it really was. And of course, led by very passionate volunteers. And the highlight for Jasper, I think, was really getting outside into the hangar and seeing the aircraft that have been used over history and also that are being used today. And, and he even got the opportunity to be sat up inside one of the aircraft and have a little poke around and, and look inside the plane, which was pretty special and very, very awesome. I love that we got to learn about the other activity that this service then created, School of the Air, um, the history of Reverend John Flynn, uh, and the how that's depicted on our twenty dollar note. Mm-hmm. I thought that was wonderful part of you know us learning as well. Yeah, definitely. And they've recently been filming 
a new TV series, the Royal Flying Doctor Service, or RFDS, as it will be called, mm-hmm. and that'll be broadcast on Channel 7 in the in the coming month or two. So stay tuned for that because we saw a preview for it and it looks fantastic as a new Aussie drama. Yeah, it sure does, doesn't it? Okay, so where did we stay? That is a lot to cover, and this is a long podcast. So, <laughs> Hopefully you're still with us. Yeah, we tried to speak quicker. <laughs> you may have noticed to try and get it all in. We chose to stay and make our base the Broken Hill Tourist Park, mm-hmm. and this park has recently gone quite a good refurbishment. In fact, if you, you look on any of the, the caravanning or camping apps, all of the comments say, oh my gosh, they're five-star amenities. You know, I've never seen showers and toilet services that are this amazing. Um, We particularly love the pool area and the barbecue area. Uh, There was a jumping pillow. Mm -hmm. And they also provide a tourism uh, service that has mini buses that can transport you to and from all of the experiences that we've talked about uh, and a a tourist centre, I guess, located there for you to make those bookings. So they've set this place up very well. It's a couple of kilometres down the road to Coles or Woolies and right on the outskirt of town. So a great location. Yeah, great base for your stay in Broken Hill. Okay, so there it is. Uh, What a wrap-up of Broken Hill. The reason why we decided to separate Broken Hill from the other surrounding regions is because there's just so much to see and do. And next week, we're going to start out exploring further afield and visit one of the oldest remaining mines, the Daydream Mine. In fact, it's even older than Broken Hill itself and located only 25, 30 minutes out of town. We'll be talking about that experience because that was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And we also enjoy a free camp off-grid in the living desert and talk about all of the experiences you can do out in this area as well. So next week is going to be another very full episode. For now, dream big, look after yourself, look after your family. And happy trails. Feel the journey, feel-